Greetings, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my friend. Thank you very much for being here and for listening. I pray that um, there will be something here that you can use in your life. And please note that these shows can also be heard anytime at your favorite podcast app, such as iTunes or Google Play, etc. Also, podcast uh, at jcax221blog.com. I'll repeat that. It's podcast.jcax221blog.com. And you can email me your prayer request also from there. Or get in touch with me from by that, by that website, podcast.jcax221blog.com. And if you're listening on the web, on my uh, web player, I guess you'd call it, you can scroll down and see the show notes. You can also see a couple of links to my blog, and you can see, you know, some different things there. All right, uh, I got my tea here, my Trader Joe's green tea for tonight. And uh, I don't know what it is. I wasn't nervous two two seconds ago. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing them, though. You just got to keep doing these shows, and eventually things smooth out. It's just the way it is. All right, so let's get started. This is episode number 14, and is titled, This Kind Can Come Forth. And that comes from Mark 9.29, and today is Sunday, February 3rd, 2019. What a great day. It's been a wonderful day here in Colorado. So Mark 9, 29, I'll read from the King James Version. And he said unto them, he being Jesus, and he said unto them, and them being his disciples, let me repeat it again, and he said unto them, this kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. The verses in today's study are from Mark 8.22 through Mark 10.19. I use the Alexander Scorby Bible app to track my pace using the 12-month reading plan. Each day is about 86 verses and takes about 10 to 13 minutes to listen to. While I'm listening to Scorby read the passage of Scripture, I'm also watching along on the app, because on the app is the Bible, which is on my iPhone, it's wonderful to hear Scorby read because I truly enjoy just the reading of the scriptures. I really don't enjoy narrated Bibles. You know, maybe you do. That's okay. And I really don't enjoy dramatized Bibles, nor someone reading like a minister or a preacher, and they read and they put in their own information or, or, or their own understanding or their own interpretation. I don't like that. I just want the clean Word of God read smoothly and deliberately, enunciating each word correctly, and even the titles and the names of the peoples and places. As you and I know, there are a lot of names out there in the Bible <laughs> that are almost impossible to pronounce. I'm sorry. I am so nervous right now. My hands are shaking. <laughs> Let me just kind of take another sip of tea here. Mm. Ooh, it's hot. Tastes good, though. So, anyways, back to our little information here, our 
podcast or our discourse. You know, after about 40 minutes, I finish up my study and I look at, I look for one verse that I can write. And then when I say write, I mean write that verse over and over, say six or seven or eight times so that I can kind of memorize it, you know, the best I can at that, at that time. And then from that verse, I write a discourse on, like I'm doing here, and then I'm doing on the podcast. Uh, this is where the Holy Spirit is important, because there are a dozen verses, like in today's. I mean, I picked out probably 10, 11, 12, 13 different verses that I really, really liked. But I only need one, not 12. <laughs> you know? I mean, this discourse, I, read, I just looked, it's over 2,000 words. Can you believe it? 2,000 words. But it but, you know, it didn't come automatically. I mean, I just looked at my clock after finishing the last uh, proofreading of the discourse. I mean, it took two hours to write this discourse. Two hours. So, I mean, this isn't a light matter. It's, it, takes, it takes time. It takes time. It just doesn't come automatically. I have to work at it. And that's why I appreciate you being here. Appreciate you listening. I appreciate I I apologize for my stumbling around and my lack of uh, smoothness. You know, there's a lot of podcasts out there I listen to, and they all sound so smooth and so professional, so perfect. And I go on to myself, I go, and I can never be that way. But, you know, we all have to start somewhere. And so this is where I am. I'm episode number 14. It's I guess it's going to take a whole lot more than 14 episodes <laughs> to get smooth. But, you know, we'll keep on going, okay? So anyways, there's a dozen verses that I really like and could easily talk on or do more study on. However, I just want one that the Spirit wants. That's kind of an old motto I had years and years ago, and I still have it today, is I don't want what I want. I want what God wants. I want what God wants. If God doesn't want it, then John doesn't want it. If God wants it, then John wants it. It's kind of the way I flow. It's just, I just don't want to do anything because I want to do it. It's got to be that the Spirit of God wants it. Like this verse. This is, this is the verse that the Holy Spirit picked for me. This takes on some practice in listening to the Spirit of God and recognizing how the Spirit of God moves. To someone who has not uh, done anything with this Holy Spirit, they can easily say, well, you know, that's just you picking something out, you know, like your imagination or, you know, whatever the case may be. But that's not so, buddy. <laughs> it really isn't. Okay. So let's get into this verse, Mark nine twenty nine, And he said unto them, this kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Wow. So few words, but has so much meaning. I mean, it's just, and I could have kept on writing. I wasn't done writing. I could have probably write another 2,000 words just on this one verse. There's just so much packed into this tiny verse. And there's, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 words. I mean, 17 words. That that's almost sounds like ridiculous. How can you take 17 words and turn it into a 2,000-word sermon or discourse or story or whatever you want to call this? 
But, you know, if the Holy Spirit wants to do something, he can take a seed and make it grow. It really can. It's just amazing. Like, for example, um, just 17 words here, but I am planting these podcasts. I'm planting these discourses that I'm writing. I'm planting the blog posts that come with this. All this is on a blog post also, folks. It's at johnshuck.org. That's my name, John Shuck, C-H-O-Q-U-E.org, johnshuck.com. That's a blog that I have, and all this is up there on that blog. And, you know, that, and I expanded even more than what I'm doing on the podcast. And all this is going into a new book that I'm writing, my very first book. And I'm already, uh, see, I've got 27, 28 chapters already written, about 38, 39,000 words already written for the book. Pretty excited about it. It's actually coming along. I'm pretty jazzed about it to write my first book. Pretty jazzed. So we'll get back to Mark 9.29. That's our verse for today. And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. The entire story revolves around a child or a son or by now... At this point in the story, probably a young adult. How old? We don't know. He doesn't say how old. But he could be a teenager. could be a college-age student. Could, you know, but obviously someone still living at home. So, I mean, it could be, um, let's just call him a 20-year-old. <laughs> okay. So the story begins at Mark 9, 14, and runs through Mark 9, 29. That's 15 verses just for this one story. It's not really the story, though, that I'm currently interested in. I just want you to know where to find the story. It's Mark 9.14 and runs all the way down to Mark 9.29. My point of highlighting this verse is twofold. One, this kind can come forth. And number two, by nothing but prayer and fasting. And that causes for a sip of tea here. Mm. Uh, this is my third podcast that I've, uh, or episode or show or whatever you want to call these things. <laughs> this is the third time that I've uh, had some tea on the show. I guess right now that the tea is uh, making me feel a little easier. It's funny, when I first started doing them, I wasn't nervous. In the second one, I was all messed up. Things were really going bad. Then the third or fourth, I wasn't too nervous. And it's like it goes up and down. It's really strange, really strange how I remember, uh, I remember back when I was, uh, I worked for five years for Safeway, Safeway stores here in U.S. and in Nevada and also in uh, California and, and uh, in Colorado here. Uh, and I remember when I very first started, uh, and I got my way, I worked my way up from bagging all the way up to, I was cashiering, and I remember the first time I, and this is, you know, like I said, this, I'm 65, so this is back when I was going to college, so here I am, you know, I just got out of the Navy, I got out of the Navy at 21, so I was uh, 22, so I worked when I was 16, 17, 18 in those years, and after I got out of the Navy, I worked some more at Safeway, but a grand total of five years. And I remember the very first time I was in the cashier box or cashier, you know, area, checking groceries, because that was the old, you know, push button 
cash register, <laughs> we would have to get on the microphone to call for help or for call for a price check or something like that. And I was so scared that I could not get on that microphone to call for help. I had to ask the cashier next to me, would you call for me? Or ask the bagger, would you get on this mic and ask for some help? <laughs> that was like 45 years ago, 40 years ago, and I'm still this way. So I guess people don't really change, do they? <laughs> uh, I digress. So let's get back. Point number one, or the idea of, I want to talk about on number one is this kind can come forth. This is a statement of faith. By saying it is, by saying it, um, excuse me, by saying it this way, you know, this can come forth. The emphasis is placed on the ability of, yes, you can do it for real. That's, that's a, that's a, Faith-filled statement, this kind can come forth. You know, that's a for sure statement. You can do it for real. So that the devil can come out. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) When you have faith and you believe, there is so much that you can do. Like what Jesus said here in Mark 9.23. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. In verse 24 it says, And straightway the father of the child cried out, and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. You know, that uh, that is a, a prayer that we can do today. You know, I don't know how many people talk about it, but you know, believing in is really an important aspect of the Christian walk. Uh, but sometimes, you know, we don't believe. We want to believe, but we just don't. But we we literally can pray, Lord, help me believe. Show me how to believe. Teach me how to believe. Help my unbelief let me help me to overcome this lack of belief you know you can pray sort of on those lines and and god's going to answer you you know if you pray for belief he's going to give it to you it just doesn't come automatically you it, it it's a part of surrendering ourselves to the lord as kids we're children of god not adults of god we're still growing up and in the growing up we just say lord help my unbelief. Help me get better at what I'm trying to believe for. Help my faith. Show me how to have more faith. Show me how to believe more. I mean, those are serious little prayers that you can do. And, you know, even if you don't believe what you're saying, you can actually say, Lord, I don't really believe what I'm saying, but I want to believe what I'm saying. You know, and the first thing the Lord's going to do, he's going to check your heart. Are you really telling the truth or are you just lying to him? You know, you can't lie to God. I mean, let's face it, God knows your heart. So when you ask, Lord, help me, help my heart to believe, he's going to do it for you. I mean, no doubt about it, he's going to do it for you. He will, my friend. So just go ahead and ask him. 
So believing that an unclean spirit or a devil can come out and leave the person alone, this is magnificent. In my own ministry over the years, and I've been ministering for 45 years. I was called when I was 19, 20 years old, two weeks after I got saved, and I've been ministering and preaching ever since. I've, led, I've talked to thousands and thousands and thousands of people, and uh, I've led thousands to the Lord. Lots of great things have happened, worked in all kinds of phases of the church, and now I'm retired and doing another work for the Lord. So in all my years of ministry, I've seen hundreds of devils cast out of people. I know in the United States this seems strange and weird because the devils are so well hidden in the United States. However, in many countries around the world, the devils are rampant and visible and cause all kinds of problems for the people. Devils are real. They are the falling or cast out of heaven angels that fell with Satan. Uh, The word says that a third of the angels were cast out with Satan. That's amazing. Uh, On my discourse here, I'm just going to explain. On my discourse here, I actually stopped for about 15 or 20 minutes to try to find that verse where a third of the angels were cast out, and I literally could not find it. I got so frustrated, and I just said, Holy Spirit, I don't know what to do. And it's like the Holy Spirit just said, just just forget it and go on. And I said, wow, okay. So I sat back down after that frustrating period. So that's what I did. So I forgot. I even forgot where I was in my discourse. (laughs) Could this be by design? You know, you never know. You know, God does things that we just or sometimes, or many times, way above our reasoning. God knows what he's doing. We just have to trust that he knows what he's doing, and he's going to get the job done, and we're, on, we're along for the ride. So going back to our verse, is Mark nine twenty nine, And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. I had to have some tea. <laughs> I'm going to move on to number two. Enough of number one. Let's go to number two. By prayer and fasting. I like this because it tells us what to do when things are the most difficult. If we deal with the hardest, toughest, and most stubborn part first, then the rest is easy to take care of. When I was with Deliverance Ministries of Oklahoma City, I remember that we cast out the ruling devil first, you know, the the number one guy. Or we could say the toughest or hardest to remove devil. It's almost like when you take the chief out, the Indians scatter. I know, that's maybe not the best analogy, but it's just what came to my mind. In war, when you destroy the main command center, the rest seems to fall fairly easily. When I was in boot camp and training for the war in Vietnam, because I was Navy, we trained for, the, for a hit on the ship. And what would happen next? We trained for all kinds of war events on the ship. There were lots of times when I was very scared because they made everything feel and look and smell because when a ship gets hit, it's full of oil. And you just can't believe it. And they make it so real that you actually weren't sure if you would escape the burning ship. The thing with me was 
I later became a quartermaster uh, in navigation and thus worked on the bridge. Well, the bridge, which is on top of the ship where everybody is, you know, the captain and the XO and lieutenants and everybody, that's where the helm is and that's where everything, that's the main operating center of the ship on the bridge. Well, the bridge is the first thing that would get hit. And the training for bridge personnel was actually the same as everyone else. Funny now that, uh, yeah, it's funny now. <laughs> but then it was serious business and to be taken serious because, you know, your life was on the line for real. And it was for real. We were still at war and many of my high school friends died in Vietnam. Uh, from, and my high school was in Reno, Nevada, Earl Wooster High School. Class of 71. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and that was hard to take. I mean, it was just, um, it was really, really, really hard for me to take. Because I knew a lot of guys. I mean, here I am. Earlier, I was, I knew guys were graduating and they were going straight to Vietnam. And you hear back through the grapevine, you know, guys got killed. I mean, it just was so hard, you know. Uh just before graduation, my uh, or at graduation or boot camp, there was 87 of the 90 of us who went straight to Vietnam. You know, I'm just it's just everyone was going to Vietnam. Only three at that the, when we graduated went didn't go. And I would do it again. I enlisted. I wasn't drafted the year before. I had uh, the year before I went in. I had a draft number of 12. But I was still in high school. I was a senior at that time. And the next year, my draft number was 312, which obviously I would have been drafted. But I was already planning on enlisting. You know, fighting for freedom as we knew it then, not now, without knowing the real backstory, which we now know what the real backstory of Vietnam was, which is truly horrible. But fighting for freedom is a noble cause. Freedom is a noble cause. Personal freedom, financial freedom, spiritual freedom, political freedom, these are all great causes. Therefore, fighting for freedom for another person to be delivered from an evil spirit, a devil, and an unholy thing is worthy for the training needed to get the job done. I don't regret any of my own training in the military or in ministry training that I did for five years in Oklahoma City. Oh, not Oklahoma City. Um, it was in Tulsa. Sorry, why is it Oklahoma City? But that was in Tulsa. Thank you, Lord. I praise you for that training. In Jesus' name. Our verse is Mark 9, 29. And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. This kind, the devil of this magnitude, of this kind or of this higher ranking level in Satan's kingdom, can come forth. It is possible to do the impossible. So it's clear to me, and I hope it's clear to you too. If it's not clear that you can do the impossible, then continue studying God's Word. And if you're not saved, well then get saved. You know, get it done right now. Quit playing around with your eternal life. Don't wait. Don't put it off until later. Don't just sit there with a blank stare. Get on your knees and cry out to the Lord to save you. I'll wait. Okay? Good. Welcome to the family of God. It's serious business, folks. I mean, I'm not playing around here. 
Okay. If playing around with heaven and hell is what is going on in your life, then it probably is unbelief. And unbelief because of the devil. I remember many, many times trying to pray for someone and not getting anywhere. Then, by the Holy Spirit, I would bind the devil in that person and cast the devil out, and then we would pray and salvation and healing would come to that person. Every time, but one time it didn't work. I don't know why the one single time it didn't work out of thousands of other times of prayer. So the odds are in your favor, my friend. <laughs> they really are. The odds are in your favor. So Mark nine twenty nine today's verse, And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. So number two again is, but by prayer and fasting. This should be a regular part of our life. Prayer is a daily part of my life, and all kinds of prayers are a part of my daily life. Also, fasting is a part of my life. I am very cognizant of fasting every day. Actually, in fact, the way I fast is more like a life of fasting. It's sort of like living a fasted life. All parts of my life, I look at to fast. All parts of my life, I look at to fast. Because fasting is not just food, okay? I just cut up from my chair when I was writing my discourse, and I got up three times to walk and pray for a minute. This time that I got up and I sat back down, I could see that the reason why I got so stuck previously in the discourse you know, the part about the third of the angels falling from heaven, that part there? I realized that the Holy Ghost didn't want that in, the dis- in, this, in today's discourse. Isn't that odd? Interesting huh? how the Holy Spirit works. You just, just kind of have to go along with them, you know? I know that sounds weird to so many people, but I work at following the Holy Ghost on everything I do in life. And I pray all day long and every day to be led by the Spirit. And I believe, therefore, I receive the leading of the Holy Ghost. And you can too. Yes, you can be led by the Spirit of God in all things, not just to pray or to fast. Being led of the Spirit is critical as we move along in our life and the season that we live in. Believe me, times are not going to get easier. No, they will get more difficult and less clear on the direction we are to head. That is one of the reasons why I like today's verse so much. Because this kind can come forth, and by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Isn't that wonderful to know exactly what we are to do? By knowing what to do, then all we need to do is believe. Do you believe? Mark 9.23 says, Jesus said unto them, him, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And here in this verse, Isaiah 43.10, Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me, and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. Take a look at this verse in Acts 8.37. Philip said, If thou believest with thine own heart, 
Balmaist. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Believing is so important. Look here at this verse in Romans 10, 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And here in this next verse, the Lord is talking about how the world views the preaching of the gospel as foolishness. Read this in 1 Corinthians one twenty one. For after that, the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. In our verse today, the Father, the Son, said this, Mark 9, 24, And straightway the Father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thy mine unbelief. All right. There you have it, my friends. Let's quote one more time the verse for the day. It's Mark 9, 29. And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Now we can go. Class dismissed. Enjoy your day.